0: Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table,
1: or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. On 1116 SEN,
2: this is the Flag Flyers for the American Australian Association, devoted to strengthening relations between the United States and Australia.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flag Flies—the place where we profile and chat about all the Aussies flying the flag for us in the US of A. I'm Christopher Tyler. Alongside me is Lucky Miller. Nice shirt, buddy.
1: Thank you. I thought I'd rock out the uh, Team Kyrie Irving or uh, Aussie Kyrie shirt. It's it's, it's
3: a little bit tight on you. Let's just say that.
1: Uh, that's because I got an extra, extra, extra small, as opposed to the fact that I. Are <laughs> you trying uh, to show off your muscles? No, nah, well, I don't think you can see any <laughs> muscles here. Uh, no, that's but like, I said trying. Uh, uh, for the people at home that can't see me because it's radio, um, technology hasn't got that far yet. Is that I want to take a
3: picture while you talk about it?
1: No, um, it's a uh, it's a kangaroo, basically Kyrie Irving shirt, which is basically just uh, his agent maximising the Australian sort of market for uh, for uh, marketing dollars. But uh, yeah, I thought I'd cash in and help Kyrie, you know, buy an extra mansion with that or his Nike sponsorship dollars.
3: Now, we've got a big show coming up, as we always do, mate. We've got part three of our chat with the boys from Eastern Washington University. we got Venki Joyce, Felix von Hoff, Michael Wern, and Jeremy McKay. You were not there for the chat. It was me and Damien R. Sanders from pickandroll.com.au. We've been playing the chat for the last three weeks because it went for half an hour. It was an awesome chat, and we'll uh, upload the full podcast once we play uh, the third part in this episode. But it was a terrific chat from the boys from EWU, so we're going to be uh, playing that third part of the chat then. We're also going to be chatting to Olgan Ulick from pickandroll.com.au very, very shortly. He's got some uh, news, recruiting news from a whole bunch of Aussies. It's that time of year again, mate. There's going to be a lot of recruiting news, so Olgan is all over it for us, which is terrific. College football on again this weekend. It was terrific. Week two of the season. We all love it. What do you take away from the from the, uh, from the weekend?
1: Uh, yeah, it was interesting. Being week two, we still haven't had um, some of our – uh, marquee recruits or, or the Aussies at um, really, really big programs get a start yet, um, namely Jake Ford at Oregon, and the other one I'm thinking of is um, uh, uh, Chris Tilby at USC. So I think it's more that they will were...
3: probably take a couple of weeks to get into it because he only rocked up to on-campus a week before season start.
1: Well, that's the case for both of them. I mean, well, Jake's been there for the preseason, season but um, because they had the incumbent uh, he's and, and he had a stinker on the weekend, the... Uh, the um, Ian Wheeler is that uh yeah the Aussies should be in sometime in next week or two and uh, obviously get uh a little bit more air time which would be great but uh look there was some um, there was a there was a you know some some good games over the weekend obviously Utah um number 24 10 got over Utah state obviously Tom Hackett there um but didn't um, have his
3: the, the, the greatest of games but uh I think it'll take him a couple of weeks to get back into the swing of things for Tommy
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, like I said, uh, you know, he holds himself to a pretty high standard and uh, you can't expect that, uh, you know, he's perfect all year round. But um, the one I want to touch on the most is uh, uh, Adam Gottsis, um, uh, our Georgia Tech uh, tackle, um, is that uh, he, he ended up having a, a sack and uh, two tackles for a loss, six tackles total um, in their um, win over... Oh, who were they playing on the weekend? Um Name escapes me. Uh, Tulane, 65-10 win. Uh, so, you know, Georgia Tech currently ranked 15, uh, finished the season, I think, number eight last year. Uh, this is a big season for Adam, obviously, going into his senior year and hopefully um, can get uh, get some more, you know, um, cred on the board for hopefully a crack at the NFL draft. I
3: love the Michigan-Oregon State matchup, of course. We had an Aussie v Aussie there. Blake O'Neill, who was playing in his second game for Michigan, and the Nick Perebsky who was playing for Oregon State. Nick Paribski had more kicks than Trent Cotchin on the weekend. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I
1: love how the fact that we can segue the fact, like you know, everyone's been having a crack at um, I Trent I to work it in. Yeah, yeah. That uh, that even in this uh, totally unrelated show, that uh, you've been able to have a, a snipe at Trent Cotchin. But he did.
3: He had a lot of punts, and he had he had one punt. You remember how last season we would always keep track of punts inside the one because that's what we do for Australian punters. We don't count the inside the twenties. We count inside the ones because we're just that good. He had a punt that was inside the one, but one of his um, someone on on the uh, on the kicking team. I think it was an illegal block or something like that. So the uh, the punt got called back. Then he had to re-kick it, and it wasn't as good. So that was a bit disappointing from uh, from Nick's perspective. And then there was another situation where actually it was from that situation. He had the awesome punt. They went back to uh, to to re snap it. The long snapper threw it completely over his head. Nick had to run back and get it, and he got uh, got dropped at the um like the three yard line or something. So that was uh, that was disappointing it for, was, for was, Oregon State. There
1: was a couple of Aussies on the weekend that had um had uh, an insane amount of um of reps. I think yeah, uh, Jamie Keane at LSU also had uh had nine um nine punts as well in there. Um, ooh, very close win. Um. Uh, over um, name escapes me um, LSU. Um, oh, why do I forget this right off the top of my head? Uh,
3: Mississippi State.
1: Mississippi State, and uh, obviously uh, Fournette had a had a um, blinder as two uh, blinded two with three touchdowns. But uh, yeah, so all in all, um, you know we're getting into swing of the season.
3: I'm looking forward to it, mate. It's going to be a big show, so let's get into it. Joining us first up on Rounding the Bases this morning is Olgan Yulick from you, Mate, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Not a problem, mate. Now, we'll start off uh, with some news out of the Makers camp. Uh, Arizona State conducted a home visit with the Maker brothers. Can you let us know what was going on here?
4: Uh, yeah, that was on uh, Friday. Uh, Bobby Hurley and uh, one of his assistant coaches visited uh, Thon and Mature Maker. Um, Arizona State's probably the front-runner for those two, um, or for Thon in particular. Um, and so, yeah, they, they conducted a home visit, it, it went really well, and uh, Arizona State also, after they visited the Maker Brothers, they went and visited Emmanuel Malou, who is also a Sudanese Australian athlete. He's in junior college right now, but um, he's getting a lot of high major interest as well.
1: Is that a is that a coincidence that uh, it's just two of the Aussie um, sort of families that they have visited, or do you reckon this might be, uh, you know, the start of maybe something bigger in terms of a pipeline?
4: Well, Arizona State is starting to uh, recruit a lot of a lot of Australians. They've uh, they've offered Daniel Maddick, who's uh, we'll talk about it a bit later, 2017 guy out of Perth. They've also offered Kieran Haywood who's a 6'5 uh, point gu- uh, shooting guard, sorry, out of uh, Sydney. So, so they're starting to kind of build an Australian pipeline.
3: Do you think it's as simple as where Thon goes, his little brother goes?
4: I, I don't think so because I think where Thon goes he won't be there for for long enough to play with his brother anyway. That's
5: he'll,
1: good be,
4: he'll definitely be a one and done guy.
1: So the other one we we need to talk about is another one from the Maker Camp, uh, Makua Maker, uh, the fourteen-year-old cousin of uh, of Thon. He's ended up at uh, Los Angeles High School.
4: Um, he has. He's at. Um, he's playing in Los Angeles now. He's 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 new to the whole um, high school basketball system. He's I only I only learnt about him a few days ago as well. Um, so so it's it's quite interesting. We have a new kind of maker in the, in the pipeline. He's at West Hills Chaminade in Los Angeles, um, 6'11". He can, he can really play for a 14-year-old. He's going to be a, a really cool guy to watch as he progresses through high school.
1: Oh, I'm interested to know how does that? Um, h- how did he come into the system over there? Because obviously, you know, it seems convenient that you know he's, he's from the maker family or in that family tree. But has he been someone that uh, ha- has, um, you know, been been hunted from over here in Australia and been offered a scholarship, or or was he already over there with um, with Thon and Ventura?
4: So he was in Perth. So he, he wasn't over there. Um, he does have a scholarship at, at the school that he's at. Um, but it's not, it's not like he's as highly touted as, as Thon was at that age. Thon was, uh, his hype his was, was really high at that point. So McHugh is still new to it all. Um, he's just moved uh, to the U.S. right now. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he goes.
3: You mentioned Daniel Matting before. He joins Rivals 2017 rankings, and he's received his St. John's offer as well. Can you let us know about this?
4: Yeah, so, so he joined uh, the Rivals 2017 rankings. He's number 64. Uh, this is the first time he's been ranked by uh, any scouting service in the U.S., that's that's quite a big deal. He's he's a really good player. He's a good kid as well. Um, And he's got a St. John's offer. So uh, Madding's attending uh, St. Anthony High School, which is in uh, New Jersey. St. John's is maybe a 10-minute drive. And so I expect Chris Mullen and his coaching staff to to be recruiting him quite highly.
1: St. John's is the one that gets to play a few games at MSG every year, isn't it?
4: They do. They do. They've got a really cool location in New York. (laughs)
1: Yeah. And has Daniel Manning received – I've read a couple of your articles about him recently, but has he got any other offers on the table?
4: Um, he does. Uh, off the top of my head, he's got an LSU offer. Um, I've just spoken to some guys at uh, Middle Tennessee State. They're quite interested in him. Uh, he's also got a Seton Hall offer. Um, he, he'll, get a whole, he'll get a lot more offers uh, as he progresses through, through this year, especially at St. Anthony's with uh, Hall of Fame coach Bob Hurley kind of helping his uh, development.
3: Mate, thanks for joining us on the show again. We can always read your stuff at pickandroll.com.au. Always love having you on the show. We'll speak to you soon.
4: For sure. Thanks for having
3: me. Chatting to Australians flying the flag in the US of A, this is the Flag Flyers. Welcome back to the Flag Flyers, Chris Tyler and Lockie Miller. We're going to be playing part three of our chat with the boys from Eastern Washington University who joined me and Damien Arsenis from pickandroll.com.au in the studio a few weeks ago. We've been playing the chat over the last three weeks. Today is the last part of it. It was a, a chat with Venky Joyce, Felix von Hoff, Michael Wern, and Jeremy McKay. The boys were a great chat, so uh, let's get into it. Now, Jeremy, you're uh, entering a redshirt year, I believe, so you'll be uh, out for the season. But what do you? Do you have? Have you given yourself any personal goals uh, coming into the season? What you hope to achieve over the next twelve months? Um,
2: well, personally, off on the court, basketball-wise, um, I want to become a better ball handler, and a better shooter. I feel like those two parts of my games definitely need improving, and with twelve months in the gym. Definitely I can do that because I'm not playing. I can work out on game days and I can push myself harder than these guys can all season because I'm not going to have to be rested for game days. I can work out on game days. I work out after the game. I can get shots up more and trying to get a bit stronger too, more explosive. So when I come in next season, I've got um, better ball handling so I'll be able to create off the drill more and hopefully stick some jump shots. So are you the key to Vinky getting better? you
6: Are going to push him off the court? (laughs) What do you think,
2: Jeremy? <laughs> I mean we played him one on one the other day and it seemed like Venky was pushing me off the
5: top. <laughs> so I mean I might have to get on the bench
2: press a little bit more and then we'll see what happens.
5: No, it'll be great. Jez Jez is a good defender and um I think I think once we get more familiar with each other's games, I think we'll both push each push each other. Get better. You know.
3: So, from a team perspective, is it all about making the tournament? Is that the, is that the team goal at the moment? Or when do you actually sit down and actually create some team goals for the so, season?
5: So, I mean, obviously, especially with last year, we've got huge, you know, um, almost expectations. And we definitely do want to do everything and more. Um, There's been a big but, turnover, though. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. First, Firstly, before we can even set goals is to realistically evaluate, you know, um, what we even have, you know, I haven't seen uh, some of our, you know, major pieces even on the floor yet, so, um, you know, it'll be good just when, when once I get back and, you know, seeing all the guys in the same place finally have our first team practice where everyone's there, that's going to be huge because, you know, um, from from a, an outside-in perspective and, and even from, from my perspective, we've got players that, I mean, it looks like, I mean, we could be even better than last year and that's a scary thought because um, we've definitely... Got a system in place, and and with the guys who have stepped up last year, I mean, it's it's just, I just can't wait to get to it. Really,
3: how much does that system actually change when you've got such a big turnover, and, and the leading scorer from last year, mm-hmm. Tyler Harvey, is gone? How much does that system actually change? or Is it pretty much the same, and they kind of just plug the holes?
5: It's just we're just going to flip the entire offense. Um, I think it's really really hard for um. You know, if you're a guard your whole life, if you're a big your whole life, you're accustomed to on a ball screen, you're you know, showing to help the guard. If you're um you know, you're a guard, you're used to um I guess I guess especially when it comes to help defense, you're not used to clogging up the lane and going for blocking shots. What we basically are doing is saying, um you know, for everyone uh who did get a chance to see Bogdan play last year, especially towards the end of the season, I mean he is just gonna have an incredible year. Uh, and likely either as our f- um, three or four, depending on how, you know, some guys step up on the team, um, and me at the four or five, once again, depending on how some guys step up on the team, we could potentially have, you know, a four and five that are trying to be the playmakers on the team and setting you know, big guys having to come off the pick um, and then guards trying to, you know, be the help defense, last line of defense, and people don't see that day to day, so it's just going to be really, really challenging for, for other teams to stop us.
6: Yeah, and... Felix, you'll be expecting for a big role this year as well, I take it, now that you're team co-captain, leadership on and off the court, I'm assuming, Benke. um, High expectations. I'm assuming he's your protege.
5: Yeah, Felix, Felix, I mean, he's already overtaken me um, as social ambassador. I don't think I ever got the opportunity (laughs) to... um, So, I mean, off the court, he's already got me covered. But, you know, Felix, he's in a great position. I mean... You know, especially how he ended um, last year, and you know all throughout the year last year came on his end of his freshman, um, and you know, especially getting us into the NCA tournament in the first place. I mean, Felix had some crazy games, like uh, the one against Sac State. Some big what was shots. It, what was it, for you? Like six of six of nine I think or something? It was Fifty-two points, forty. <laughs> three, <yeah. laughs> Not Tyler. Yeah, you, you, I you, think you, think you. That's you. What I, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
6: I think that's what I it's a bit fuzzy, but uh... maybe combined over three or four games. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Fifty-two oh, wait, points for the season, season, thirteen rebounds, <laughs> and
5: an average of one. Thirteen, maybe exceeding the limit. <laughs> yeah. I,
6: I think we'll give him. He made some big shots.
5: He yeah. made some huge shots for us, and that's what we're expecting him for this next season. So, I mean, Felix is always happy to shoot, and we're definitely happy to kick it to him.
3: So, when the schedule comes out at the start of the season, and you know who you're going to play. What games do you circle at the start of the season? Who are you most looking forward to playing? What, what's the biggest rivalry for you blokes? Who are you most looking forward to kind of having a crack at next?
0: Uh, well, I think that all the guys on the team are really excited about big schools. That's what we want. We want big schools. We want to be able to make our name for ourselves like we did with Indiana. We got that momentum early in the year, and we rode that throughout the rest of the year. So one, one of the big ones is our first actual first game and away game against Mississippi State. And I think that is going to be a huge one for us, setting the tone for that, because we will be on quite a bit of a road trip. That'll be massive in setting the tone, especially with the young guys. If we can come out there and, you know, do our best there and, you know, hopefully it goes our way, then it, you know, really uh, sets the precedent for what we do on the rest of the trip.
6: So big games on the road against big programs, big schools in conference, obviously, Montana, um, you, you hit up them in the final last year. They got an Aussie on their <laughs> roster too. Or was a couple of Aussies on their roster as well, Big don't Fabs.
0: they? Yeah, yeah. baby Fabs. Yeah, one Shout of my out. friends. Yeah, yes. I played. I actually played in the under seventeen world's team with Fabs. Yeah, I played on the under nineteen. Unfortunately, he did an injury before the tournament. He couldn't go. But yeah, no, I'm pretty close friends with Fabs, and as uh,
6: so, how does that rivalry go? Um, well, because obviously now you've got bragging rights. Well, we open. won. That's yeah, it, that, that's,
0: that's how <laughs> yeah. it went last year. We won. That's yeah. so. Is
6: he, is he going to be able to use that now to his advantage or? Is, You'd?
0: Well, I hope not. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no. Well, I think he is—he is a fiery little, fiery little guy. So fiery, big guy, actually. But uh, yeah, no. I think they're all. We there's actually a video that came out after the year after the Montana game. I'm not sure if some of you guys saw it, and it was a sort of like it just summed up the emotions of the game, and we sort of watched that video for motivation. But I'm sure they're watching that video as well. So it it works two ways. So yeah. I think the motivation we gain from winning that and the feeling that we're chasing. We also got to understand that Montana have that exact same thing that they're chasing now, and they, they're going to be really hungry. They're chasing that hill for exactly what we felt last year, and they feel that they should have got it. So,
3: Do you pass down that kind of, I want to say hatred, to of these teams to the new guys like Jeremy and Michael, do you actually kind of take them in and say, "All oh, right, this is why we hate this team. This is why we need to beat them," or is it kind of just a thing where it's kind of a bit of a given and they kind of just hate them as soon as they kind of walk on campus?
0: <laughs> I think they come in with a bit of a like. Hates a very strong word. Like there is a lot of like you speak to any of the guys on these teams, they're fantastic dudes. Well, there's fantastic. been a lot of love in the studio. You just actually. hate the jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. all we're talking it's to. Yeah, I, I, I dislike the jersey. I dislike the fact that they're trying to take the win away from us, and that's the main. The main thing that you've got to come out every night with a sort of an aggression, which I think Venky does a great job of, just an aggression where it's you know there's no way that you guys are taking this from us. This is our we 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 travelled on that Delta Airlines flight for two hours to go <laughs> yeah, we're, we're goddamn getting this win. So it's uh, did yeah. you get
6: an aisle seat? That's the most important thing. Yeah,
0: we, we always try to fight for the exit row. I think Coach Hayford got the aisle seat. Oh yeah, that always happens. <laughs> All right, so we've got Venky here
6: now. He's, he portrays a very clean-cut image a um, well-spoken young man.
3: Where are you going with this?
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there anything, Felix in particular, we, we should know about
0: um, Venki to get to know oh, him a little bit better? Uh, most definitely. I think Venki, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. get your finger on the cut button. But um, no, Venki, one thing about Venki on road trips, Venki eats very well. Me and Venki probably have the polar opposite diets in terms of I live on road trips on a, a Wendy's shake. Or a, yeah, I li- I live on. A, I live on a diet of purely thick shakes. That sort of thing. Whereas Venky has his own stove now, which he cooks his own stuff. (laughs) You're joking, are
5: you? No, actually, one road trip, I I definitely... You know, I think we had like a nine-something day road trip. And look, American food, just sometimes it gets the best of you. And I I just can't deal with all the fat and grease after the fifth day. I can deal with it. I (laughs) I do a fine job of dealing with it. (laughs) Buka Not... I can't do pasta six days in a row, and the boys definitely can. Um, so, you so know, what do you whip out? You, you got this little stove, I Spices, 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 spices. Tell you what, I I do like my cuisine, so I I mix it up at home, and you know, I don't think. Um, I just don't think I can I can I can eat fast food. Nine days in a row, so you can expect yeah some some creations in the hotel room from time to as time. As
0: social ambassador, I'll make sure to tweet his uh, <laughs> menu each road trip. Yeah, yeah, if I can, if s- I can fit it into a 140-character
5: tweet.
6: And what about his recipes as well? There might be some interest.
0: Yeah, I don't want to release that too much because I feel like some of the other four men in the big sky <laughs> the Joyce, might jump Joyce, on that one. Yeah, Joyce family <laughs> secret. Yeah. <laughs>
3: So what, Felix? You were saying how much uh, your diets opposite to uh, to Venky's. Yeah. What would be your favourite food then? You said yeah, you'll uh, have a lot of thick shakes. Is there kind of one food, one American um, delicacy that uh, that you love to to, to eat?
0: Oh, I'm trying to sort. Th- I've got all the taste in my mouth now. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to sort through it. Uh, he's trying to work out when he's going to book his flight back home early now. Yeah, yeah. actually, I might just get out the studio now and head over there. But uh, <laughs> no, God. I'm not really sure. One thing is that the hash browns that they serve over there, like the stringy sort of, it's not like, a you know, you get a hash brown over here, it's like a solid thing. Over there, it's like a sort of a, a stringed one. I, I quite like that. But other than that, it's, it's more just whenever you order a milkshake, it's, it's a big cup of ice cream. <laughs> just <going back laughs> to the. Picture, it is a big it? cup of ice cream. Over here, you get a milkshake and it's milk. But over there, it's just a big cup of ice cream. And I think that's just something that Australian culture really needs to adopt. <laughs>
6: so yeah, That's something for you to come back home. What are you yeah. studying over there?
0: Uh, I'm actually just jumping into film. Oh, film. Really? So, yeah.
6: That's interesting. This bit guy's of- been looking for someone I'm to do film.
3: I'm a big filming. film guy. I, I used to study screenwriting because okay, I, I wanted yeah. to be a writer until nice. I realized it was Yeah, well, I'll be jumping into,
0: you know, the, fir- <laughs> the first year of it is a little bit of, you know, a little bit of screenwriting, a little bit of uh, directing, might throw in a bit of acting there, you never know. Mm. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's really going to be interesting. I started off doing, so I was what- doing business to start with.
6: Okay, I was going to say, what January are you looking at? Sorry. What genre are you looking genre? at? Um, genre. <laughs> genre. genre. I'll split that out of bit. John Rome.
0: John 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 I meant to know this bike. Sorry, I, I was trying to roll it into yeah. it so I
6: didn't have to quite get it right or uh, get it really
0: wrong, but it, it just sounded even worse. Yeah. Well, um, in terms of. <laughs> split right down the middle. <laughs> oh, you did it was you say that? In terms of genre, I think I really haven't worked out what actual sort of things what I want to specifically do in film yet. So it's hard to... Uh, hard. uh And the fact that I haven't actually yet directed anything apart from a couple of Snapchats... <laughs> well, you know, Wes Craven, social ambassador, today. it all makes sense yeah. now. It's, Scre- we should scream a couple great of great videos on Snapchat. social right. media, Eagles
6: fans this season. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, yeah, I actually will try to... I actually want to get my hands on a GoPro for the season, and I want to try and sort of document a bit of Some stuff that goes shots. on with the yeah, yeah so we'll probably end up with about 10 minutes worth of footage that I can actually I wish put um, on the internet I wish after.
5: the radio show could portray um, Felix's suave haircut. Cause that haircut. <laughs> that you can probably feel it on the other end of the airway. Short on the sides. We can nice probably
6: post that image when we release the podcast as well.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. It's kind of like the Bryce Harper. It's another baseball reference. I did actually just sh-
0: shave the moustache off today. Yeah, the, the I had the stache. I was, was going to say, there's a, very, a lot I of had fuzz very in similar here. It How dirty was
3: it? It was like quite
0: the, dirty, the, uh, yeah, a couple of... Uh, atrocious, absolutely
5: <laughs> atrocious. Sandals. So as team
3: leader, Vinky, of course, yeah. you wanted to jump in and uh, say something and get oh, rid of it?
5: Oh, mate, I mean, during workouts, if a moustache <laughs> is ever glistening, that's just unacceptable. <laughs> unacceptable. unacceptable to the male population. <laughs>
3: <I guess. laughs> All right, so what What would be, uh, let's, let's go, because I'm kind of in the mood to talk movies now. Let's move on from, from some basketball. We'll go around and we'll get all your favorite movies or, or some of your favorite movies, some of your inspirations. Felix, we'll start with you. What would be one of your favorite movies?
0: Again, I'm very, I'm not really huge on just picking one out. Oh, give, I, give me a couple I, of them. I love, uh, probably Castaway is one of the original, yeah. the old Tom Hanks, nice. Cast Castaway, 12 Angry Men, an old one. Yeah, right. The old lawyer one. That They'd probably be up there in the top two. The, yeah, I'd, I'd probably put that be my top two at the moment.
3: That's going off for me, Jeremy. What about you? Do you have any favorite movies? You a big movie guy?
0: Uh, a little bit. It's just me being as Aussie as
2: I am, hands down, The Castle. Oh, <laughs> oh. good man. No, nothing nothing oh. wrong Tell with
3: that. Him. Now, for
6: American <laughs> fans that may actually listen to this at some stage, you have got to get your hands on a copy, and then you'll need to
3: ask an Aussie how to interpret it. That is a tremendous <laughs> pick, by the way. That is, oh, I should have bought some sound effects of the castle. How's cast the then. serenity? <laughs> 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 what about you, Venky?
5: Um well I think I mean I, I definitely love movies and um I think I think for me probably like the the <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah. Felix just said Bollywood. <laughs> um, not not particularly that one no um but I Any think uh, all, all the, movies You know what actually the thought provoking ones like the Interstellars and, in the, like Inception uh, all Christopher that kind Nolan. of stuff I, I, I love all oh, yeah, of them. I love it. Absolutely sci-fi. So, yeah, well I mean thought provoking films I like that. Futuristic <laughs> Yeah, so anything... anything Interstellar
0: is... was fantastic. Absolutely well. fantastic. Did you see
3: it at, um, at the cinemas? Yeah. yeah, I saw it at
0: the yeah. Scenes, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the best place to go. I oh, went to absolutely. IMAX and saw it. That's kind of where you yeah. have to see it yeah. with the big screen. Well, yeah, I just saw uh, Jurassic World on IMAX, and that was fantastic. Because yeah. I was sort of going into that one thinking, like, surely there's, there's a lot of stuff you can stuff up in this. with a yeah, dinosaur. exactly. dinosaur. saw but you know, I thought they did a fantastic job. So yeah, it's fun.
3: Michael, what about you? Some of your favorite movies?
1: Um, I'm probably the most typical basketball. Um, no, no,
0: not Friday. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the most typical basketball uh, option probably be Coach Carter.
6: Yeah, I was going to say Carter. I love that one. It's, it's that and Hoosiers.
3: Bit, oh, I yeah, prefer Hoosiers Coach Carter really, a lot yeah. more than Hoosiers. <laughs> no, no,
6: Coach Carter's mm. ahead in my list, but Hoosiers isn't far behind. Rebound.
2: <laughs>
3: yes, that's been that one white man can't jump. I only saw that for the yeah, first but- time probably like six months ago. I can't you, believe you just admitted time? that on air. I know wow. it's shocking but
6: you know that, that that's just not right I'll pay it on myself
3: that's all right <laughs> thanks for joining us. we really appreciate it best of luck for the uh, upcoming season guys we'll be Thank you. we'll be Thank watching you, you very very uh, heavily throughout the season and uh, and over the next couple of seasons as well because it's going to be chock full of awesome moments hopefully and and we'll make sure to keep up to date and hopefully get uh, a lot of you guys on throughout the season as well which would be terrific so guys thanks for joining us. Thank no worries, you guys thanks for having nice. us. That brings us to the end of the show today, Chris Tyler and Lockie Miller. As always, you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the flies, or on Twitter at the flies, as well as all of our SEN America content at SEN America or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash SEN America. Coming up, our uh, second episode of our new college show, College Nation, where Lockie and I go through a whole bunch of things including the fact that uh, the NCAA will review some legislative proposals that are going to be put forth to them by uh, all the membered schools in the NCAA. So we're going to be chatting about that as well as uh, week two of the college football season and much, much more. So stay tuned for that.